Let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away and it'll sound like you're sitting in the same room. It's as easy to use as Zoom, but gives much higher quality audio and video recordings. Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a hero platform for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using Riverside FM. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside FM. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive a 30% discount on your first three months of your subscription. That's promo code SHIPIT to receive a 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Back to the show. All right, welcome to today's episode of the Giant Take Podcast. The New York Giants win the game. They won the game without Daniel Jones uh, for most of it, or it, it felt like most of it. It felt like the whole game, to be honest, that Daniel Jones wasn't in. We'll get into it in this episode of the Giant Take Podcast that starts in three, two. Welcome to episode number 64 of the Giant Take Podcast. I'm questioning that because I don't know if it's 64. It is 60, yes, 64 of the Giant Take Podcast. Welcome to today's episode. The New York Giants win the game, came down to it. Once again, the Giants defense um, fails to stop the Cincinnati Bengals all the way up until the end. They played very good until the one drive where uh, the Bengals had the T. Higgins touchdown. We had a pass interference call that I don't believe should have been a call. It was a bad call on Darnay Holmes. It was actually a nice uh, job by him. And then we have a clear holding call that was perfectly fine on Colt McCoy or, or Cam Fleming. Cam Fleming had a few calls against him this game, but it was a crucial play. Uh, it was a throw out to Wayne Gallman. He stayed in bounds. It was all good. Late flag. It was a, it was a holding penalty, but still shouldn't have been called. And... Um, yeah, but the Giants get the win, and the New York Giants are now four and seven, tied with the Washington Football Team at four and seven. But do we already talked about this? But in the two times the Washington Football Team has met with the Giants, Giants have won both games. So now on November 29th, when we're recording on Sunday night, I can clearly say that the New York Football Giants are the leaders. In the NFC East at the record of 4-7, and seven. I am also joined in this episode by my co-host Alex. He is here with me. Alex, how are you feeling right now? I'm doing good. I mean, it's a, it's a crazy mix of emotions, obviously, with Daniel Jones going down. We'll have to see how he is. Um, we'll, we'll only go by the updates that we have right now, recording a, a little bit right after the game. Um, if there is anything else, I'll make sure to, you know... Uh, patching a little thing of me talking about an update uh, later when I edit um, right here. And if there's anything there, you'll hear it right now. But 
it's just it's just uh it was it's a, it's a win so a win is a win and uh it came down to the wire and it was it was scary for quite a while yeah it was uh i mean i'm going to be honest it came down once again to the end i i knew i i knew it was coming i mean i was texting with alex i was tweeting and you know i was just hoping that the giants defense would step up and they did time and time again uh colt mccoy comes in in that first drive just looked awful. I wanted to get him off the field. Then we had Jones come back on the field, and it looked like that he was not able to apply pressure on. I think Alex, you can you know fact check me on here, but I think it's the right hamstring. He cannot apply pressure on the right hamstring, so that's what happened. He threw one pass, and you saw, and I think all Giants fans in that moment paused and you know thought about it, and we all kind of knew that. It was over for him in this game. Now, all I'm hearing, you know, no one knows. No one has any idea. Like Alex was saying, he'll put in something if he got if he gets any idea before this episode comes out. But, and you know, even when the episode is out, we could get info Monday morning, which will probably happen, and that'll, you know, make it wonderful for us because we won't be able to get it out here on the podcast that Daniel Jones is perfectly fine and everything, blah, blah, blah. But... For right now, I'm, I'm seeing, no one knows, I'm seeing people are saying a hamstring strain takes one week to recover, someone has also said it takes two weeks to recover, but we have no idea what the, what the deal is right now. You would hope we were able to see him, because we're going to very much need him in our upcoming game against the Seattle Seahawks, we'll see what they bring on Monday Night Football, uh, I guess you can say today, tonight, against the Philadelphia Eagles, our NFC, oppon- NFC East opponent, and... Um, yeah, but for right now, we're celebrating the Giants win. And for right now, the Giants are on top of the NFC East. And um, I think it's something you have to take in and something that you, would, you wouldn't have expected going into this season in August, September, that at the end of November, after Thanksgiving, the New York Giants would be at this moment, you know, even at a record of 4-7, and seven, no matter how they got here, no matter how many losses, how many wins, they're right now sitting, sitting on top of the throne right now in our division. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, it comes down to tomorrow or tonight um, in Monday Night Football. Um, You know, Eagles-Seahawks, hopefully the Seahawks get the win there. Um, But yeah, let's just hope the Giants can stay on top for the rest of the season. It's been a long time since we've been able to say we are the leaders of the NFC East. Um, So that's pretty exciting. And Daniel Jones, hopefully, um, you know, will be back either next game you know, worst case scenario, hopefully uh, against the Cardinals in that second game from now. Um, you know, it, it's just really important that we have him back because you can see as much as Colt McCoy started off badly, he picked it up a little bit as the game went on, but he is not, you know, capable of running this offense against, you know, the Seattle Seahawks. And he's not able to keep up with Russell Wilson in that offense or even Kyler Murray in that offense for the Cardinals. So it's going to be important that Daniel Jones comes back. And I think it really shows how much of an effect he actually has on our offense that when Colt McCoy came in, everything just kind of stopped working. Um, and, you know, hopefully Daniel Jones gets back soon, but uh, we'll, we'll have to see. And it's just a waiting game of nervous waiting for Giants fans right now. Well, one team that did do better or get get um, ahead of the Arizona Cardinals, Alex, was the New England Patriots, who actually won the game um, on Sunday on a field goal, a last-second field goal. And I, I don't know if that's something that we should look forward to, but, you know, making us making it seem like we're facing an easier opponent. I don't think it'll 
take anything off. But just to show you, you know, the anything can happen in the NFL, right? We didn't think the Giants would have three wins in a row. Well, Justin Pennick did. I mean, he said it. He said it. I think a good amount of times, even before uh, before the the Eagles game. But we're going into this um, back to back to back wins. We're going into this game next week, back to back to back wins. And depending on what happens in this Eagles game, where you know we're thinking the Eagles will lose, or we're hoping the Eagles will lose, whatever you want to call it. Um, going into we're going into tomorrow night feeling confident atop on top of the uh, NFC East, and hopefully it shows on Tuesday, you know, and it shows when we when um, when we face the Seahawks next weekend. So I think that's really what you got to look uh, look forward to. I mean, once again, I, we or not once again, we haven't even talked about this yet. Um, Brandon Allen, I mean, you could show you could see in this game that he at some points he looked like an NFL veteran, which he kind of is, and you can tell you can think at some points that he looked like a rookie starting out. Um, but in this part uh, at the end of the game on this one play, it looked like he was a rookie. You're not supposed to <laughs> try and get sacked when you're looking uh, at about less than a minute left in, in a game where you're down by three with no timeouts. You're not trying to get sacked. If anything, you throw the ball away. Um, at, at that point, Brandon Allen uh, had a loss of 10 yards and was actually looking to take the sack, but fumbled. And Leonard Williams picked it up. And Leonard Williams, he yeah, he picked it up and, and then he got tackled. But that was, that was the end of the game for the Giants. And crazy. It was crazy. I mean, what an ending. Yeah, and it's funny because I'm watching the game right day. Riley Dixon, you know, punts it, a booming punt. Um, and, you know, it looks like, oh, my God, they might be able to pin them after the Cam Fleming whole tragedy. Yes, it was a tragedy what happened there with Cam Fleming um, in his holding call there. Um, and it's just so – it was so upsetting. I was drained. I was like, oh, no, here we go again. They kick it off. Uh, you know, Riley Dixon punts it. They get a good return. I forget the player who – got the good return but they get almost back up to the 50 yard line and you're thinking oh no they just need 10 15 more yards and they can get their kicker on the field to score the game winner and and then Leonard Williams coming up with that huge play um well not him him more him just recovering but uh uh yeah and he also got another sack this game and I can't believe I'm about to say this Isaac Yadam had a very good game today not one mistake from Isaac Yadam. I thought he had a performance that we all hoped that he could have. And I think he's starting to solidify himself as the number two corner for the New York football Giants. And I, I don't know what to say, but yes, I'm giving praise to Isaac Yadam. Another player I would like to give a shout out to is recently brought up from the practice squad, Nico Lalos. Uh, this guy <laughs> came into, you know, came into the giant system kind of not really thinking he was going to make the team or I, you know, I did at least I wasn't expecting it to happen. Uh, the defensive end made the team, right? Only 23 years old. And this morning actually, or I guess early afternoon was retweeted and wish, uh, wished good luck by LeBron James, the King himself of basketball. And crazy enough, he, re- you know, rewards himself with a tip pick interception, and what a great way, you know, to start his like career off in the NFL uh, today with this. And he was all over the ball, to be honest. I think he had a tackle or two. I mean, I have to look at the stats here, which don't worry, I'll do that in, in a moment because I'm sure Alex knows him. 
all into the stats. But yeah, I mean, just great job uh, by by Nico Lalos, and you know, happy that how he was able to make it to the NFL with with the interception in his first game in the NFL. Yeah, big game from him, and I forget who we had on that talked about him. I want to say maybe Bobby Skinner. I think it was Bobby. Just, just, I think yeah. it was Bobby. And, and, you know, it was funny. I heard his name. I almost forgot about him. And I was like, oh, my God. Um, you know, I saw his name when they talked about that. He uh, got promoted from the practice squad. And then uh, I almost forgot about him that he was even in the uh, team today. And I was just so shocked. He was like, Nico Lalos with the interception. I was uh, very surprised there. But, again, defense came up big besides that one drive where they got the touchdown. Um, defense came up big. But one place I do want to touch on um, is that – uh, you know, 103-yard return for the Bengals, um, you know, a special teams nightmare uh, for captain special teams in Joe Judge. I'm not sure how happy he's going to be with that. And, you know, there were some special teams displays today that were not so good, giving up the, uh, you know, going a fake punt there on fourth down in their own uh, half of the field. We should have been able to read that a little bit better. Yes, who would have thought that they were going to do a fake punt at their own 25-yard line? on like fourth and five, but still got to be prepared for that. Um, And, you know, even the last pun at the end, there were some special teams hiccups that I think Joe Judge is definitely going to want to address before going to Seattle. And picking up on what you missed, Alex, because I I know if you were going to pull it out, but from right in the beginning of the game, Alex, we had the momentum, got the ball first, scored a touchdown, came right down the field, and they got a touchdown right back off the kick return. Uh, to tie the game at seven. So not not even, you know, yeah, you can talk about the punt return uh, to the 50-yard line. That was huge, and luckily that didn't pay off um, for the Bengals. And then you talk about the fourth down, right, all of that. But don't forget about the momentum just leaving the Giants completely on a nine-play, like, 70-yard drive. It took them 11 seconds to tie the game at 7-7. So that's something you have to factor into. Yeah, definitely something Joe Judge is going to have to look into more. Um, I don't think we'll be seeing the same uh, mistakes from there. But in general, the game, uh, let's say, wasn't the most exciting, uh, not very high scoring. Um, And, and, you know, it came down to the wire, as usual, as all Giants games do. Um, And, and, you know, we just got to move on to next week in Seattle. Hopefully we're all praying that Daniel Jones will be better. Um, And hopefully his injury is not so bad. But I guess we'll most likely get the results Monday morning, Monday afternoon, which means you won't hear it in this episode, most likely, unless something comes up earlier. Um, but make sure to tune in for the preview episode for the Seahawks, and we'll definitely have that information for you then. Um, Josh, do you have anything else for the yeah. this game? Yeah, stats. Uh, Got to go into the stats, not forgetting about the stats. Daniel Jones went 16 for 23, 213 yards. He had no touchdowns, no interceptions. And who came in for him? That was Colt McCoy, the backup for the New York Giants, who went 6 for 10 with 31 yards. Uh, Brandon Allen on the other side went 17 for 29, 136 yards, one touchdown, one interception. We already touched on that earlier with the Nico Lalo's pick. Wayne Gallman, once again, effective running for the Giants on the ground. And Wayne Gallman, man, looking really good. You know, came into the season kind of not thinking about him. Even discrediting him and have and uh, I don't even know the guy's name at this point, Alex. If you can remember the practice squad uh, player who we wanted to, Javon Leak. I got it, Javon Leak, um, who we wanted to actually come in and replace Wayne Gallman and have him get cut uh, from the New York Giants or put on the practice squad or whatever. 
Wayne Gauntlet has been playing so well, um, you know, of late, of recently. So, shout out to him. He had 24 carries, 94 yards, and a touchdown. Daniel Jones, once again, even though he was out in this game, second in carries, uh, or in rushing, six carries for 19 yards. And then opposite side, Bernard, Giovanni Bernard, who uh, was actually questionable going into this game with a concussion. Uh, they did not have Joe Mixon, obviously. Eight carries for 32 yards. Receiving-wise, Evan Ingram leads the Giants in receiving yards. He had 129 yards, which was on six with uh, on six catches, I guess you can say, which he averaged about 21 yards per catch, which I thought was pretty interesting. Sterling Shepard had a had a really good game too. Um, he had seven catches for 64 yards, which is about nine uh, nine yards per catch, and then Golden Tate four catches for 36 yards. Opposite side, T. Higgins had. Uh, 44 yards, five catches. Drew Sample, the tight end, four catches, 40 yards. And um, that was about it. So, yeah, that'll do it for your stats for the New York Giants. I think that'll do it for our game recap here. Once again, 1917. New York Giants get the win against the Cincinnati Bengals. Let's go to the outro. Alright, so once again, um, welcome to the outro here. I'll have Alex start. Uh, he has a new blog post up at thegiantape.com, so he'll let you know uh, how to check it out and what to do and what else you can do on the website. Yeah, thegiantape.com. I just put up a new blog post like Josh mentioned a day or two ago uh, when, I, when this episode's releasing. Um, so make sure to go check it out. It's about the Nets, so if you're a Nets fan, basketball fan, not even uh, a basketball fan, just go check it out. Um, and I think it'll be quite informative there about the Nets two um, picks or trades, uh, you know, one pick, one trade. Um, and, and we'll see uh, and you'll see kind of what I think about it. So go check that out. Um, and you can also listen to our episodes on there. And let's see homepage. You can subscribe to our newsletter um, and that will give you updates when there is new blog posts, new episodes, new anything. Um, of any substance so go check that out and you can click support the podcast which will take you or patreon patreon.com slash the giant take and that will give you a two dollar tier um with fan requests private community and a shout out on the podcast all right go check us out on twitter and follow us there at the giant take pod on twitter go follow me at josh solo 29 go follow alex at a 23 and go follow the main man himself eli manning the New York Giants Hall of Famer, once a giant, always a giant, of course, said, way to go, G-Men, first place, baby. And uh, heal up quickly, DJ Daniel Jones. I got some breaking news on that, actually, when I'm recording right now. Daniel Jones is going to get MRI. I think it's pretty obvious, but Giants QB is going to undergo an MRI and the hamstring injury he suffered today. Hopefully everything comes up fine and we will have him back. But that that's the only news we're probably going to get for this podcast, and we'll give you everything else in our... Um, in our um, game preview uh, for the Seahawks game. So once again, go follow us on Twitter, go follow us on Instagram at the giant take and go follow us on Facebook at the giant take as well. Wherever you're listening, please subscribe, drop a five star rating uh, or review, write a five star review. And then if you can't go um, down to the stars and give us five stars on Apple podcasts or wherever you're able to, and um, just keep listening wherever you're listening. That would be great. Share with one friend, share with friends and family. Share on your social medias. Be sure to tag us at the Giant Take Pod if you're going to do it on Twitter. 
um, and then at the Giants Hate if you're going to do it on Instagram and Facebook. Also, go check out um, on all podcast platforms, Talking Blues. It is a Chelsea podcast, Chelsea FC podcast. Um, they're a soccer team in England, and we have a podcast about them, Alex and I. So if you can check that out, that would be great. Chelsea uh, drew today, tied um, 0-0 in a game. So, you know, that's fine. We're more excited about the Giants win, of course. So, you know, get hyped up for that. Giants in first place right now. If, if that's everything, Alex, I think that's everything. Um, once again, be sure to check out uh, on Thursday, a new episode. It'll be our game preview, Giants versus Seahawks preview. And hopefully I'll be able to get a guest on there. It'll be fun. It'll be exciting. And uh, we're, we're excited for it. So, Alex, as long as you don't have anything, whenever you're ready, you can close this one out. That is a wrap for episode number 64 of the Giant Take podcast. I've been your host, Alex, always joined by Josh. And we'll see you next time with another Giants preview. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.